Monday, July 6, 2009. So many of those things I wanted to say June and 2008. So July 6, 2009. This is The Relevant Podcast, your semi-weekly companion to Relevant Magazine and relevantmagazine.com. I guess it'd be bi-weekly. Semi would be twice a week. That'd be terrible. Um, oh, yeah, I don't think we could pull that off. No. Uh, oh, yeah, if it was my full-time job, maybe. All right, we're shutting down, everybody. We're just going to do a podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me in our studios in Orlando, Florida, is the lovely and six months pregnant Maya Strang. Hi. On the Skype phone from Loverland, Virginia, we've got Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And also on the Skype line, the red phone Skype line from Wellington, New Zealand, we've got Adam Smith. Greetings, everyone. The newly microphoned and married Adam Smith. Is he looking at us right now? <laughs> Creepier than ever. I, I think... <laughs> I'm tenting my fingers. See the green light on the camera? Yeah. That means Adam can see us, though we cannot see him. Yeah. Well, no, Staring. we can't see him yeah. because he said he's in pajamas and disheveled. Oh, okay. Coming up on today's podcast, we've got a couple of um, treats for you. Uh, for- <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> we have the debut. Well, this is how I wrote the slice. We have the debut episode of three, two, one, Tyler, and I put treat question mark. So I had to say it audibly. Um, yeah, we're not sure if it's going to be a treat or a punch in the groin. Well, considering that we actually pre-recorded the segment, I can say with complete certainty, punch in the groin. <laughs> Sorry you missed the podcast last week, but uh, uh, Adam had an emergency. I'm going to put the blame on him this time because yeah. we were ready. We were. But it, was, Adam, it was my fault. Adam had a last-second emergency, so um, we weren't able to do it. It's all yeah, him. If Adam's but, not here, we but, can't uh, do the, it. The good news is the, the comeback episode had tremendous feedback the comeback. from what oh, I yeah, saw. Right. Yeah, exactly. The, so it's it's not like you know we just left the listeners high and dry. They can listen to that one over and over <laughs> because of the nuanced humor. Yeah. Right, as as you would say, Jesse, that one half legs. <laughs> so first up, before we get into slices and all the other segments, uh, we got entertainment releases. CDs coming out in stores tomorrow, July seventh. That's a Tuesday for those of you taking score at home. We've got all time low with nothing personal. Uh, Discovery, which is Vampire Weekend's Rostam. Batmanjage, I don't know how you say his name. And, oh, yes. And Rob Rob Riot's West Miles. It's them two. It's Discovery. Their OP is coming out. Um, we have Maxwell with Black Summer's Night. Uh, and we have Stella Star with Civilized. And I pulled up the Christian site to see what Christian albums are coming out. None. Um, yeah. Movies coming out on Friday. We've got two Whoppers for you. For you guys who are and gals who are into uh, film noir. Uh, Foreign films. We've got Bruno, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the, the Borat guy. Um, cannot recommend that one because I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, genitalia. <laughs> Cameron, didn't it get an NC-17 rating there? Uh, no, it's R. It's R. Is it? Okay, yeah. initially I got an NC-17. Really? Yeah. I think in the UK it has their equivalent of N- NC-17. I wow. think here it does. Wow. Yeah, We're like so R18. liberal here in the U.S. We only give it an R. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Either Obama. that or you guys get the edited version. <laughs> <laughs> this would have never happened if John McCain was in office. <laughs> of course, those jokes haven't happened yet, Jesse. <laughs> the, hey, they'll rewind and laugh later. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are for a treat? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just building anticipation for this debut episode. You know, yeah, we, so we're going to skip this whole part and go to the... We are yeah. foreshadowing in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, I'm foreshadowing punchlines you'll later hear in the show. Um, also coming out, I Love You, Beth Cooper. Uh, it's the story of a nerdy valedictorian who proclaims his love for the hottest, most popular girl in school. This movie comes out once every summer. Yeah. I thought you said the Whopper. <laughs> and for, for three summers, it starred Justin Long. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, it was Jason Biggs. Oh yeah! <laughs> all right. Well, that'll that'll do it for your entertainment releases. That's uh, that's all we got coming that's, out. That's pretty boring for a Fourth of July weekend. Well, I think because you're still watching Transformers, uh, you're yeah. watching other blockbusters. I guess Bruno. Nobody wanted to take him on. They knew that. It'd I be think huge. by that time yeah. you've gotten up and walked out of Transformers. <laughs> Dude, we saw it. Have you seen it? No. Um, it's long. I got to tell you that I advocating for, you know, give it a chance, uh, was disappointed. It, it had too much robot skits and too much robot talking. It was Lots too long. Like, yeah. like not enough slow-mo. Like here's the thing that I don't get. <laughs> not enough slow-mo. No. no, seriously. No. It was all like super fast and you couldn't even tell who was fighting who. It was. And all of a sudden you know. Megatron was this like second in command it's like what yeah it, here's the they thing devoted him here's the thing that i don't get when when the transformers are are talking to the humans i understand that they need to communicate in human language english and things like that um but there are skits where like the decepticons are off on their own planet and they're talking to each other in english yeah. and i'm just yeah, like why don't no they they're robots in yeah well, right they're robots so they would not be talking with the human mouths in english this is ridiculous what? See, one, one thing I noticed, too, about the dialogue in the... See, I haven't even seen the second one. I'm a huge Transformer fan, but the, the bad reviews just really bummed me out. But I did notice that the dialogue in the first one from the Decepticons was pretty much like... Have you guys seen the threats that North Korea issues to the rest of the world? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> we will mercilessly destroy you off the maps of this earth. You know, like, who talks like that? It's the Decepticons <laughs> in North Korea. That's it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I was I was kind of put off on going to see it by the Rolling Stone review that said that it was easily in the running for worst film of the decade. Oh, um, I wouldn't go that far. Go that Listen, far. the theater when it ended, the There's theater claps. erupted and cheered and stuff. I mean, like it wasn't like people angry. It was terrible. It was just disappointing because the first one did a good yeah. job. I thought you know, and yeah. the second uh, one just jumped the shark a little bit. They tried too we hard. Can't, we can't really base the the. You know, the film's merit on the crowd's reaction because they probably, you know, you're talking about people who who fill up theaters for a superhero movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Well, yeah. I I felt like it throughout it, it every element that was good in the first one they amplified. So there's way more fights, way more robot humor, yeah. way more, and so it was like trying so hard to outdo itself that it just was a mess. It, it just and then oh my gosh, then you guys haven't seen it yet. There is this moment where this wise old robot comes to life and literally tells them like he explains the plot of what's happening. Like, and he, and he then <laughs> lays out the steps of the next things they need to do. And then they go do it. And it's like, without this, like it literally felt like the movie kept going and going and they got to a point where like, crap, we don't know how to end this. And so they created a character to come in and like summarize everything for you so they could wrap it up in the next 10 minutes. It was just really weird. It had he, no like, storyboards it. Yeah. It, so there was <laughs> no, con- it just felt like this total left turn. It was like no continuity. Yeah, it's like, yeah. For those of you who've just been paying attention to the robot fights, here's what's happened thus far. And here's what you all need to do. And if this yeah. one random robot hadn't explained it all, there's no way that the resolution could have happened. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was basically like taking a break to have someone come on and be like, last week on Transformers. <laughs> and next Previously week... Previously on Transformers. Yeah. yeah. And then, no, and then he needed to tell them what to do in this episode so they could get to next week. I mean, that was the weird part. It was like he gave them instructions that was just totally out of left field it was just weird it ruined it for me i'm guessing that that guy was just uh like a movie executive who the screenwriter transcribed his uh his notes (laughs) on the screenplay word for word (laughs) in in like a kind of a revolt or protest his interference i think just because he didn't understand that it wasn't supposed to be part of the dialogue (laughs) yeah Oh. It's written in red pen. It's not part of the dialogue. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That's your uh, Transformers 2 Electric Boogaloo review. Ooh, that all rhymed. And uh, your entertainment releases. That'll do it for this segment. Up next, Slices. You're listening to Billy Jean by none other than Billy Mays. And uh, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, also by Billy Mays. Uh, it's the Michael Jackson tribute musical hour this week on the podcast. Michael Jackson, as you obviously know, has uh, left us and uh, with a lot of questions. Yeah, this, this really is our generation's Elvis or John Lennon death. I don't. I don't know. Hold on. See, I, I've I, heard I that know. comparison, and I agree with popularity at his peak. But neither Elvis nor John Lennon had the fall from grace that Michael endured mm-hmm. for the last decade. And well, a half. okay. Elvis may not have had the fall from grace. He did have the fall from popularity. Right, but yeah. he still by was, the end of his career, Elvis but, but, was kind of a joke. Yeah, no, uh, but he still. But had it was still such a such a shock, you know, and such a musical void when he died. I'll give you that. I just, I, I, you know, everybody's, it didn't duly. When somebody <coughs> dies, you remember the positive impact they had in your life and you kind of gloss over the, um, 
you know, really honestly, the troubling parts of the last 15 years. I'm not, I'm not trying to besmirch the man's reputation. I'm just saying, I don't oh, know if I think, a John Lennon. I think it's, yeah, I think it's all just part and parcel of the, the Michael Jackson mythos that you can't think of one without thinking of the other. But it was what made him such, you know, the, the controversy on some level made him such a larger than life pop culture figure. Right. You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, we, a lot happened since we've last been with you. A lot of um, <coughs> people have passed on. Billy Mays, Farrah Fawcett, that big man, Michael Jackson. Uh, so I'm curious what you guys are bringing with slices this week. So, uh, <laughs> Jesse, why don't you uh, kick us off? Well, I, I'm not going to go that route. You know, I think we all need a little uplifting. You know, I'm, I'm looking to heal the world here. Good. Um, we need it. <laughs> Make it a better place. Yeah, for you and for me, and the entire human race. Uh, that's why I'm. There are doing people dying, Jesse. <laughs> I believe children are our future. <laughs> wow. We could that's do this all I got. All day, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> We've been planning that all week. If we teach yeah. them well, um, let them lead the way. They'll show us all the beauty that we possess inside. Yeah, you know. At, I'm I'm feeling pretty convicted after after hearing you guys say that. So I'm I'm going to spend a while looking at the man in the mirror, <laughs> ask him to change his ways. Just remember, Adam. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to make a confession: Billy Jean is not my lover. Yeah. I'm here with my PYT, my pretty young thing, in the studio here in Orlando. Wow. It wasn't song. Dirty Diana. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Maya. I, I Are don't people going to be, gonna be mad at us right now? I don't mean to be dangerous. Uh, you know. <laughs> Why bad, would they possibly be mad? Hey, Jesse. You know it. Jesse, remi- tribute. remember the time? <laughs> I, I remember, remember the time, the time. When, we, when we first you met. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm 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 really hankering for some Pepsi right now. <laughs> That's off the wall. <laughs> I cross the line. That's human nature. I personally, personally, I blame it on the boogie. <laughs> uh, this 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 podcast has just been a thriller so far. <laughs> You're a smooth criminal, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to jump into slices. Yeah, before. yes, please. Yeah. Hey, you are not alone. I want you back. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump in because I know there's probably listeners just cringing. Uh, you jump in. I'm going to rock with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just well, frankly, if you don't like the line, the, the way the conversation is going, you can just beat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I think we I think we paid our tribute. <laughs> it's our the way you make me way. feel, you know. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, Ben. All right. Well, you know, what a better way that to you know get your mind off all that's going on in the world, and it is summer. So, what a better way just to uh, have a good time than go on vacation? Mm-hmm. Um, and a will you be there? Luxury. Am I here? Sorry. <laughs> no, I said, will you be there? I'm sorry. I was just another one. Well, well, while on vacation, will you be meeting a Liberian girl? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just go. All right. 
Well, <laughs> a company in Russia may have the perfect cruise for you. It is, uh, they have luxury yachts, and this is for more adventurous vacationers because they are going to actually offer the chance to be uh, attacked by pirates. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> but for five for five thousand dollars, you are actually uh, going to go to the coast of Djibouti. Hey, um, hey, <laughs> been there. Uh, you're gonna, they're, they're only going to be about five nautical miles off and off the coast. But if you pay an extra seven fifty a day, you get an AK forty seven on, on Djibouti. Shut up! Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the whole cruise costs five thousand dollars just to go and try to get kidnapped. For an extra seven dollars and fifty cents, you get an AK forty seven. Who's not gonna? If you're paying five grand, who's not gonna pay the extra eight bucks to get the AK? It's like the car <laughs> rental insurance, you know? Right. Yeah. You need yeah, it. it's your insurance. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I can just imagine, awesome. like, you know, I literally only have six dollars and seventy five cents <laughs> left. <laughs> It's not quite enough for the AK. <laughs> and you brought it. They gave you know, me this for- slingshot. <laughs> yeah, they give you some rocks. Yeah, here's a melon baller. <laughs> you know, there's absolutely no segue to this, but um, as listeners will know, when we do Three Twin Tyler, I loaded up some sound effects for it. And when I was doing that, I came across one that I thought me thought might be apropos for slices, and it is possibly a new sound effect for the impending apocalypse. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just that is so disturbing. It really is. I want to know what that chimp is doing. <laughs> Imagine hearing a group of those just crowded around you with rifles pointed at you. That's what you pay five thousand dollars to go experience. It's the most adorable death ever. Yeah. <laughs> Little chimp. Look at that one. He's got a little patch oh, on his eye. So cute. Ah! <laughs> hey, oh patches. look he thinks he's people <laughs> oh, anyway okay so jesse did you sign up for that cruise oh yeah i've made the deposit <laughs> yeah i'm uh, sure you did <laughs> don't spend the 750 on snickers i'm just warning you now <laughs> well i i've i've got a little uh a little larceny news as well that is your beat <laughs> it's, it's true. The, you are a large crime. beat rip. This is just a personal story. Now, um, <laughs> a, a Western a Michigan University student uh, was sentenced for larceny uh, for stealing a computer from the Kalamazoo County Jail. What? Where he was, where he was already serving a sentence. <clears throat> so. This kid, who he's he's a university student, you know, he's not just a, a complete dropout from society, but he's racked up six felonies and four misdemeanors by the age of twenty-five. Wow! And uh, evidently thought that you know, serving a sentence uh, in the jail that no one would notice the the <laughs> computer that suddenly ended up in his cell with property of. Kalamazoo County Jail stamped on the side, um, and the uh, the judge who sentenced him told him that the uh, the theft was the dumbest crime he'd heard today, and maybe in the top half dozen in his career. To which the kid replied, "Yeah, I'm not the best criminal." <laughs> so uh, he's heading back to jail for another six months. 
uh, where hopefully he can uh, he can perfect his uh, his theft of jailhouse material. Wow, that is the most ridiculous thing ever. Where is Kalamazoo? It's in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like a pretend place. <laughs> I think they have a yeah, university. I thought, I thought it was fictional. I th- is it like it gets a lot of it gets a lot of play in Doctor Seuss books? Yeah. yeah. How far is that from Cucamonga? <laughs> it's just down the road from Lake Wobegon, I think. Yeah. Somewhere between Cucamonga and Lake Wobegon is Kalamazoo, <laughs> a crazy little town, not far from Djibouti. <laughs> Might go. Uh, mine's just a, a little quick one. Um, if you think your city commissioners and stuff are doing a poor job, it's nothing compared to the city commissioners in the town of Halifax in Canada. Um, apparently in January, a sewer line broke near in, in near Halifax. And instead of fixing it, I guess it's been smelling like raw sewage in that area. They've put in these huge... Djibouti. <laughs> yes. It smells like Djibouti. It smells like Djibouti. <laughs> they have put in like these huge gold air fresheners basically and it like sucks in the air. They're five thousand dollars a piece. So instead of solving the problem, they have put in these huge air fresheners basically. Five thousand dollars a piece. Can we get one for the studio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's, it's either that or cancel that trip to Russia. <laughs> well, I couldn't afford the AK forty seven anyway, so <laughs> I was teetering. Yeah, so apparently they are going to fix it in in spring of next year, but this is their solution in the meantime. It basically, sucks it in and filters out the smell, and apparently it's it's working. Wow. But that's one well, way to handle a bad smell. <laughs> Those industrious people in Djibouti. Yes. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for slices. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Anticipation has been building. There's been internet buzz. I've seen at least three people mention this. It is the debut edition of 3 to 1 Tyler. Welcome, everyone. Yes. Now, okay, so for this debut edition, we have planned a, a, uh, a face-off quiz show between you and the relevant interns. Now, yes. I have four sweaty interns in the studio with me here right now, and uh, they collectively... You're saying that collectively they are not as smart as you. That's what I'm getting at. Yes, okay. exactly. All right. So basically what we're going to do, um, before we get started, I want to introduce the interns and, and, and uh, we, we can kind of size up your opponent here. But basically it's going to be a back and forth. You're going to get a question. They will get an equally hard question and we will go back and forth like that. 
uh, uh, to a lightning round and then possible tiebreaker questions. And uh, Tyler, just so you guys know, Tyler suggested that the tiebreaker question was, what is Tyler's mother's maiden name? But uh, I think we're not going to do that. <laughs> I think it's pretty fair. <laughs> Um, okay, so why don't uh, you interns like go around and uh, introduce yourself, tell us where you go to school, stuff like that. Sure, no problem. Hey, everybody. My name's Tess Stuby, and I'm a graphic design intern. And you go to school where? Um, I'm going to school at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. They have art in Minneapolis. They do. They, they actually have a lot of it. That's great. Yeah. Okay, next. Um, is, oh. is that the one that you, uh, you get in by drawing the thing on the brochure? <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> No, they the don't. guy sends the the brochure with the turtle on it, and if you can draw it, they <laughs> they, they let you in. They don't let you do that until about your junior year. Then they might trust you oh, that much responsibility. Okay, you, you you have to build up to that. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mallory. I'm from Texas. I'm a junior. Oh, going into senior year at Southern Methodist University. SMU. So you at SMU after your junior year, you go into your senior year. It's a crazy concept, That's but Texas has mastered it. And what are you doing uh, interning here? I'm in the editorial department. No, I mean, what are you doing interning here? No, I'm kidding. Sorry, it's well, just... no, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he meant that more confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> the worst mistake of my life. Well, actually, you can check out our new intern blog, and you can watch our video test of artificial endurance. So. Wow. Hey. See, now I've been reading the, the blogs, uh, but now there's a video? Oh, yes. Yeah, so we've taken it up a notch, and we're editorial and still producing video. So. Wow. That's impressive. Whatever, whatever, whatever we're paying you, double it. Oh, really? It's not necessary. <laughs> They're givers, not takers. Jesse, it wasn't like when you were here. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. My name is Lindsay Cressy, and I am an editorial intern from Seattle, Washington, and I just graduated from Northwest University. Northwest is a Christian school? It is, small. Like, small. like Southeast? Dern. Southeastern, right? So right. northwestern, northwest, right? Nor- northwestern, not to be confused, but it's southeastern, northwestern, northwest, and they're I, southwest, right? And southwestern. And Adam, you know these schools? They're AG schools. Yeah, I went. I went to southeastern. Were you guys like bitter rivals with Northwest? We we hated them with the very core of our beings. <laughs> Would you just go and like smash compasses at games? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would never. I came to the point that I would never travel northwest in a vehicle. <laughs> I would actually make a. I, I would loop around to get yeah. to my location without having to go northwest. You would just shout taunts at games like, "You are our geographical antithesis." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that is a school fight fight song. Um, yeah, that actually is the. Northwestern are geographical antithesis. <laughs> Actually, it's not Adam, very melodic. Yeah, if you could work up a little jingle, I'd love to hear it sometime. Yeah, I think that's like a, go, a good fight song. As would I. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to think back so I can remember the tune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, I'm Brad, and I'm an advertising and marketing intern from Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma State, the. Uh, the big school down the road from Oral Roberts University, where I went. Yeah, yeah, the real school. Next, Stillwater, right? Yep, Stillwater, Eskimo Joe's. Yeah, yeah, cheese fries, cheese fries, <laughs> nice. Uh, he, I need to are point you, out. Are you guys just saying random words? <laughs> Eskimo, yeah. I was just looking on the web just now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was reading every fifth word I saw. Uh, 
Now, I need to point out there are four interns. There are three females who all shared one headset because Ad, Ad Brad, as we call him, was wearing the other headset and would not share with Lindsay. So even though they're sitting next to each other. So um, they all hate him, basically. Okay, so these are your, these are your opponents, Tyler. Are you quaking in your boots? Not at all. Not at all. They're, wow. They're, they are actually insulted right now. They're interns, and most of them are girls. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler's kind of like a professional wrestler, like with his, his put-downs here. And, and his physique. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, it's, it's like the, the love child of pro wrestling and Jeopardy. Yeah, um, Tyler was the biggest Ken Jennings fan I'd ever met. Like there was a period where Tyler was literally obsessed with Jeopardy chan- champion Ken Jennings. Jesse, I still watch Jeopardy every day. <laughs> wow. I'm not even kidding. And for your information, America was obsessed with Ken Jennings. Just- <laughs> yeah. Hey, while we have the interns in the room, can we make it their mission to get Ken Jennings on this battle at some point to battle Tyler? I mean, what what on earth could the guy possibly be doing now that he wouldn't have time to do this podcast? It's true. He cashed his check and he's kicked back. I think he's yeah. on the lecture circuit. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect opportunity to promote his lecturing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I believe he's on the uh, the pub quiz circuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's living hand to mouth. He goes around for his next meal by yeah. hustling at a bar. Hustling pub quizzes. <laughs> hustling <laughs> trivia. Uh, okay. All right. Let's start the game. The game, um, Adam, you are actually asking the questions, correct? Um. Yeah, sure. And yes. the... Uh, I have my finger on the buttons with the right and wrong question or noises. If your answer is correct, you will hear this. If the answer is wrong, you will hear this. And uh, we, <laughs> we are ready to go. Here it is. All right, Adam, take it away. First question. Um, and it should be noted that I, I stole this quiz from the uh, MSNBC website. So, <laughs> I mean, came up with it myself. We borrowed ideas. Um, yes. So, first question, interns. Michael Jackson, the inimitable king of pop, unless you've been living in a cave, you know that he uh, passed away this past week, at 50 years old. He was declared dead at a Los Angeles area hospital after collapsing at his home. Which hospital? Was it USC Medical Center, UCLA Medical Center, Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, Hollywood Presbyterian Medical Center, or Sacred Heart Medical Center? Ad Brad, you have 10 seconds. Uh, we're going to go with B. B. <laughs> was that the right answer sound? <laughs> yeah, the, the wrong one sounds like this. <laughs> yes. There's no mistake. <laughs> I think they should lose a half point for not being able to differentiate between the sounds. <laughs> All right, the interns are up 1-0. Tyler's first question, go. Tyler. The entertainment world lost another icon uh, this past week when Farrah Fawcett, the Charlie's Angels star, passed away. Of Mm -hmm. course, her biggest role, uh, the one she's 
known for all over the world, Charlie's Angels. Which of the following actresses was not one of the angels? Is it A, Cheryl Ladd, B, Jacqueline Smith, C, Kate Jackson, D, Sybil Shepard, or E, that woman who played Rhoda? <laughs> well, there's two correct answers now. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> you added one. I'm looking at your answer key, and you added a choice. You improved yep, a choice. You can, yeah, so you can go ahead and just you know pick pick I'll, the other one out of those. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, hey, uh, I'm 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 trying to keep this thing moving. I'm trying to keep the comedic okay. levels up. So it, it would definitely be uh, the woman who played Rhoda, and also Sybil Shepherd. Very good. Well done. Well done. Interns, hey, second question. Adam, I mean, can I, can I, I know you're doing the MSN thing, but can I ask another question on topic? A follow-up? Yes. Yes. Please do. Who is it for, Tyler? I, I think, I think this can go to the interns. Okay. That's part of the quiz. Okay. All right. Uh, this, as the first two questions have mentioned, this was a uh, very sad week in the world of celebrities. Not only did we lose uh, Ed McMahon, Michael Jackson, and Farrah Fawcett, but also TV pitchman Billy Mays. Uh, in that vein of TV pitchmen, there's another guy on TV right now making a lot of noise, hawking the ShamWow. Are you guys familiar with this product? Of course. What is the TV pitchman's first name? Fast-talking guy. I'm I'm itching to spring in. Now, ShamWow is the product that's so amazing, you'll say, wow, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They're they're conferring. It's it's not to be confused with the sham meh. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs) The ShamWow man is, of course, named... Vince. You Whoa. are correct. Well done. Wow. Wow. Sam Wow. I, I was wow. so impressed you I say that? wow. <laughs> well then, Tyler, let's see if you can uh, if you can field this one. Jesse mentioned the uh, the passing it's it's been a big week for celebrity passings of uh, I'd like to famed- pause right there and, and just really, you know, it made us think, and I'd like everybody to go out and just take a minute and hug their celebrities because we really just don't know how long we have with them, you know? It's it's so true, you know? I feel like I take the guy who played Squiggy in Laverne and Shirley for granted every day. And you know what? <laughs> After this podcast, I think I'm going to give him a call. Yeah. And yeah. I think just tell him, hey, Squiggy, I appreciate you. I think a bunch of celebrities should get together and do like a telethon Four celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, just I raise this, awareness. This is totally raise true. Raise awareness. Themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just say to the world, "Hey, world, celebrities, we're still yeah. alive." <laughs> just that's what we want to say, celebrities. <laughs> All right. What was this the next question? True. Please go. Okay, uh-huh. so uh-huh. a famed <laughs> sidekick, Ed McMahon. Passed away this week at the age of 86. We're seeing a theme here. Now, yeah. Now, McMahon appeared in a lot of commercials. Uh, he, was, he was also, in his way, 
quite the TV pitch man. Uh, and the latest one was aired during, during the 2009 Super Bowl. What classy, high-end product was Ed McMahon pitching? Was it A, Budweiser, B, FreeCreditReport.com, C, a cash-for-gold service, D, magazine subscriptions, or E, that blanket with the sleeves? <laughs> the slanket you're referring to, Adam. <laughs> I think it's called the Snuggie. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and cross that one off because I cannot picture. I don't want to picture Ed McMahon in a Snuggie. I'm sorry. You just need to give it to Tyler. <laughs> Cameron, if you want to help, you know, knock any others off, I, I, I could use the help at this point. Um, but I think that the answer, I'm going to go with uh, Cash for Gold. We are undefeated so far in this in this quiz competition. I'd like to see us raise the stakes a little bit. We have not missed one yet. Hey, I, I got one that I really I don't think they're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Should we hold that for the lightning round? Um, well, I, it's, it's I kind of like the though. idea of it's alternating with Jesse throwing another one in. Except I don't have Jesse's answer key in front of me, and I might not know whether they're right or wrong. <laughs> So the, so the sound effects I, are going to... I'll just make the noise with my mouth. Please do. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jesse. Okay. So this is woman, for the interns, right? Yes. This is for the interns. Score is 2-2 two, two right now. It's a nail biter. Uh, yeah. This is this is barn burner we got going. Um, an Ohio woman was allegedly so distraught over the, the death of Michael Jackson uh, this past Tuesday that police say, she, and she confessed... To committing what crime? The tough one about this is it's not a multiple choice. You just have to know. <laughs> you just have to yeah. know the right, crime. Do you want me to give you choices? Yeah, choices do, do some choices. Be It'd be fair. Okay. Um, theft of several Michael Jackson CDs. Assault on someone who is making fun of Michael Jackson. Arson at a local bar. Or the kidnapping of a fellow Michael Jackson fan. This is tough, guys. In terms of five seconds. I know, I know, I, know I was guilty of all four of those. <laughs> we need to I answer, can vouch please. for that. Are we good with that? Okay, considering this is Ohio... We're going to go with B. Which was? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we thought B was a very good Ohio letter. He, he assaulted. The assaulting somebody who made fun of Michael Jackson. Yes. I'm sorry, but she actually committed arson in the bathroom of her local bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. it, it's a perfectly reasonable response to grief. Yeah, she, she was so stressed out over this. At one in the morning, she set fire in a trash can in the bathroom of the bar, which set the entire bar on fire. So, like I said, I was guilty of that as well. Ohio, <laughs> God's gift to the world. <laughs> All right, next question. This is for Tyler. Okay, Tyler. Um, thus yes. far, this has been a, a pretty depressing 3-2-1 um, Tyler. So, uh, <laughs> it's like knowing tragedy. him. It's like knowing him. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an obituary. It's a trivia obituary. It really is. Tyler's brain um, where trivia goes to die. Yeah, it's just <laughs> sadness after sadness. 
um, for some reason, Tyler, you just you bring that out, you know. <laughs> Well, so, next week it's just going to be all Morrissey lyrics. So this is really the optimistic <laughs> one. <laughs> um, okay, Tyler. Tragedy struck the Washington D.C. subway system when a train crashed into the rear of another, killing nine people and leaving dozens injured. Uh, the accident happened in the Northeast near True. the border with Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> You insensitive jerk. <laughs> on, on which line did it occur? A, the orange line. B, the green line. C, the blue line. D, the red line. That's kind of like just asking, like, what was the, the serial number on the train? I actually know that one, though. Um, all right. Go through those colors again, please. We've got orange, orange, green, blue, red. I'm speeding it up. I'm going to go with blue. Oh, the interns just pulled into the lead. (laughs) But seriously, Adam, could you come up with a more obscure question? (laughs) Actually, yes. The serial number of the train. Yes. (laughs) What sandwich was the driver eating at the time? <laughs> the answer is egg salad. <laughs> All right, next question. Seafood, a seafood delight from Subway. <laughs> Am I correct Jesse, that it's three two? No one in has ever eaten that. I'm correct. Wait, no, we both missed that round, so it's two. Oh, two you both missed you two two. Yeah, oh, right? oh, look at me all getting excited because we had a lead. Dang it. Okay, sure. next question. <laughs> Two more, two more. So we're going to call this the lightning round because there's two more questions each. Uh, so this is now the lightning round, and that means that we play the intro again. <laughs> lightning round. Go. Was that just because we needed sound effects to spice it up? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, in a much-anticipated decision, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled 8-1 to one that school officials acted illegally when they strip-searched a teenage girl they thought was carrying prescription-strength ibuprofen. In which state did the incident occur? A. Texas B. Arizona C. California or D. Maryland Are you trying to think of which state seems the most backward? (laughs) Our gut is telling us California. It's Arizona. Arizona. Arizona comes out of nowhere. The home of John McCain. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) The less less that's commented upon, the better. The war hero, an American hero, John McCain. Okay, sorry. He let that go on in his state. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't take no crap. I can't believe that. You you don't yeah you don't try to smuggle ibuprofen in his state not under John McCain's watch. <laughs> Actually, that's what the yeah you're right. That's what the schools were doing. They were just following orders. All right, Tyler. <laughs> I know that came straight from the top. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Tyler's next question. Tyler, you have the opportunity okay. of pulling ahead now with a formidable three to two lead if you get this uh, right. Otherwise, you no. both lose. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, no. this is the lightning round. Otherwise, you tie for the loss. (laughs) 
Now, Tyler, this is another pick the state category. Uh, <laughs> Blue. Where, once again, you, uh, you kind of have yes, to go race. with South which Dakota. one seems South the most Dakota. backward final to answer. you. <laughs> is it South Dakota final answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Okay, interns. Um, okay the question and subsequent choices news emerged that apple incorporated co-founder and ceo steve jobs whose recovery from pancreatic cancer led him to take medical leave in january received a liver transplant now he received this transplant very quickly by traveling to a state where uh they they just hand out livers basically in in the daily mail uh, where did the operation take place? What liver-rich state did it take place? <laughs> A. Massachusetts. B. Tennessee. C. California. Or D. Kentucky. And you just have to think which one is the most likely to have dodgy roadside liver transplant stands. Uh, well, because I drive past them on my way to work every day, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> a bomb went off. We are still okay. in a deadlock, two to two. It's nail biting tension. Shouldn't Tyler have pulled ahead on that one? Wait, did he get it right? No. Oh! Yeah, he got it right. Why am I? Uh, it's too much math. All right, Tyler is ahead, three to two. This is a do or die for the interns to just merely okay. tie. We know. We know who's losing this trivia contest, uh, Cameron. <laughs> okay, a relative unknown, Lucas Glover, won the U.S. Open golf tournament. Um, beating out a lot of famous players to win by a couple shots. Now, three players came in second with the same score. One was another unknown, Ricky Barnes. Another, uh, the uh, previously crash-and-burn career of David Duvall was, uh, was reignited. Who was the crowd-favorite third? Was it A, Phil Mickelson, B, Sergio Garcia, C, Fuzzy Zeller, D, Tiger Woods, or E, Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. <laughs> another, another dead celebrity. Yeah, I was like, my goodness, that would have been disgusting. <laughs> Zombie Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> he gets no respect still. <laughs> Even in death. <laughs> All right, interns, interns are literally playing rock, paper, scissors because they're trying to debate between... I, I Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, the verdict is B. What was your other one you were debating? A. Answer is A. <laughs> Phil Mickelson is the correct answer. Tyler, you've you've taken it in a. Uh... All right. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds, he so sounds thrilled. I was stressed out. <laughs> you started a fire in the local bar, didn't you? <laughs> if I'd have lost, this would have been the last three to one, Tyler. And you came down to Michael you know Jackson. What? You know what? <laughs> Seeing how this one went, it might be. So, uh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that note, uh, we will wrap it up. Thanks to the interns. Thanks to Tyler. <laughs> Thank you.
You're listening to Jam by Michael Jackson. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> All right, it's time for your feedback. Now, as you know, if you are a... Um, if you heard the last one, we're doing <laughs> feedback. We're doing feedback different now. Uh, over at relevantmagazine.com, each episode of the podcast is posted for your uh, interactive pleasure. We actually not only you know if you subscribe via iTunes or whatever and it just shows up on your phone, you may say, "Why in the world do I need to go to relevantmagazine.com?" I'll tell you why. Not only did we post the podcast, but we posted a preview segment. And what I'm going to do is um, some of the stuff that hits the cutting room floor in post-production uh, or Which maybe some... It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Or some extra performances that maybe didn't get on the podcast like by a band that stopped in or something like that. Um, I'm going to post them on the podcast page. And so you can download them or listen to them there at the site. But the other big thing is that we throw you the podcast questions of the week right there and you can post your answers on the site. And we'd like the web traffic. <laughs> yeah. We're just basically trying to raise our ad impressions. So, uh, <laughs> suckers. So, check us out. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, this last week we asked you a couple of questions. We asked you for baby name ideas for my, oh, yeah. for our baby. And, um, how'd it go? Was it all just Howard's? Van Gundy strength, Van Gundy stuff strings. like that. Yeah. Any, any real ones? No, there are a few. Yeah. Okay. You should check it out. Go to realmizing.com. Oh, you're not going to say? No, I mean, that's just not entertaining for me sitting here and read names, you know. It's entertaining for me. Yeah, because we need a baby name. Uh, but we also asked you uh, for things that you want Tyler to do. And then we asked you for your horrific or remarkable honeymoon slash wedding stories. Oh, yeah. Memorable wedding right. things that happened. Like I, I ended up recording a podcast in a car. That sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazed how many there were. Yeah. Uh, so, so, and with it being on the World Wide Web, it doesn't come into one account that only I see. Now, Jesse and Adam and everybody can all read your feedback together and we can, it's like, it's a bonding moment for all of us. So, uh, so here is some of your best feedback from last week. All right. So Drew C, I have no idea what his last name is, but that's he just his first one. name, Drew C. <laughs> yeah, Drusy. That also was a baby name suggestion that he sent in. <laughs> Drusy sounds like a a mid nineties R and B star. Yeah, I got the new one by Drusy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the guy from Black Street? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the House Party movies, Drusy? Drusy and Cisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Drusy just got married, and him and his new bride, uh, they go to they're going to stay over in an airport the night before their honeymoon and uh so they get to their room and a few minutes later the phone rings and it's a girl on the other end and she said hey drew it's me you know her name inserted here he did not include that i'm working here at the hotel so drewcy uh you know <laughs> informs her that she doesn't know he doesn't know who she is and obviously, his wife is a little bothered by this. You know, this is their wedding night. And so a little while later, uh, the, there's a knock on the door. And it's the hotel manager informing them that the employee that called their room was new at the hotel and that she wanted to apologize on behalf of the employee because she saw Trucy's name and thought she knew him. Wow. Wow. That's a- but that's not all. 
Oh, that's not all. Thought she knew him from the house party movie. Drew sees not even just beginning. <laughs> yeah, she actually did know him. Yeah, no. <laughs> from the house party movies. Yeah, yeah. Drewsy from the house party movies. Don't call him. I'm on a wedding night. <laughs> um, so uh, a little while later, around midnight, uh, the phone rings again, and this time they have to evacuate the hotel because of a bomb threat. Wow! Uh, they spent the next uh, three hours uh, out sitting on a bus in the rain outside the hotel wow. uh, before catching their flight. So. The wedding night did not off, get off to a good start for old Drusy. But is he still married? After 11 years, they are happily married, See? and they can laugh about it now. Bad starts, good endings. Now you know? That's can. right. That's funny. It's like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> In reverse. <laughs> good ending. Good start, bad ending. Okay, this, uh, this one is from Mel... And this is maybe one of the most horrific things I've I've heard. And frankly, I'm amazed that she's sharing this uh, because no one will ever think of her the same way again. Um, <clears throat> so uh, she said she and her husband got married about seven months ago and they took a honeymoon trip to Portland. Where she kept and, calling uh, Drusy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole way they Do had Drusy blaring. You? In the car. She had that um, one Drewsy song that everyone knows blaring. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's called Turn Up the Druce. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're listening to, to Drewsy's breakout album. And uh, so they, the they, they, uh, they had Mexican food for dinner late one night. And she said the next morning her stomach felt a bit queasy, but, you know, she didn't. She didn't give it too much thought. So she decided to make breakfast, eggs with cheese, bagels, bacon, fruit salad, the whole, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're driving along. Uh, they decide to go up the coast uh, to, the, to the ocean. So they're driving along, you know, kicking some drusy tunes, some sweet drusy tunes. And uh, she realizes that her stomach is becoming increasingly upset. No. It's, right. it's the... No. <laughs> yes. You know what it is, Adam? It wasn't the Mexican. It was those bowel-shaking Drusy beats. <laughs> you turn the bass up on Drusy, and it'll do that to you. It'll knock something loose. <laughs> I was hoping we get the monkey one that time. <laughs> oh, I'm dangerous. So, I, got, I got some buttons on the now. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. So, so the sun is setting, right? And... She knows now that she has the immediate need to find a bathroom, okay? <laughs> um, and basically, they're in this small, touristy, touristy town. And, you know, those, those kind of places, you know, as, as soon as the sun sets, they just close up. And so, they're looking all around, can't find a place. Finally, they find this little cafe. And they run in and... Uh, it says bathroom is for customers only. So she just she doesn't care. She sprints into the bathroom, uh, leaving her husband kind of standing around uncomfortably. So he feels obliged to go and order some espresso and a brownie and stuff and kind of blend in with the, the crowd. Obliged you know, by the cust- shotgun pointed at him <laughs> right. by the lady behind be, the counter. Be a customer, so to speak. Right. So she says, I, I don't know how long I was in the bathroom uh, 
I do know that I'd never had such digestional distress in all my life. I may have been in there for 20 minutes. And <laughs> worse yet, afterward, the toilet wouldn't flush. Oh. Right. <laughs> so she goes over to the bathroom door, opens it up just a crack, and starts frantically calling for her husband. Okay. <laughs> Who has to come in, she grabs him, pulls him into the ladies' bathroom, locks the door behind them, and makes him fix the situation. Which all I can say is this is some true love right here. They're newlyweds. They're newlyweds. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. These are are things that you hope you don't get into in your marriage until way further down the line. Counseling did not prepare him for this. (laughs) No. So he uh, he comes to the rescue with a plunger and manages to get everything taken care of. Oh my oh. God. And so then, of course, they walk out of the bathroom with the entire cafe staring at them. Oh. And uh, not only has he not eaten all his food, he hasn't even paid for it. So, um, so he has to sit down and, and eat and the... Uh, you know, the whole time she's like, you've got to eat faster. So they, they can uh, get out of there and uh, escape the, the horrible, horrible embarrassment. Wow. Um, wow. That's bad. Can, can I just and, break uh, in real quick, Adam? The, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to real quick thank Ben Stiller for writing in. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't wait for his new movie, but this, is, this gets me excited. Here's the craziest part of this new format of feedback is that um, it's not a you know only us seeing it right. So she is now publicly on the comment thing, right? <laughs> you can now click on her name and go to her profile page and write oh, on her wall and send fun. her messages and emails to interact and and share your stories with her. I mean that this isn't this is a whole other level of public humiliation that she has yeah, brought seriously. upon herself. She's she's laid some stuff bare here, and so to speak. moreover on the way back. Uh, to where they were staying, she still had to make several stops, including one where she had to uh, <clears throat> stop at a gas station and return the bathroom key to the att- the attendant who was sitting in his running car waiting for her to finish. <laughs> <laughs> they closed while she was in there. They, they, yes, evidently. <laughs> they, it could have been worse. She could have been locked in there all night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I don't know how any of them could top that. Are there any that could? Well, th- maybe Justin. Well, I don't even know if this is funny. I mean, <laughs> it. I don't know. You guys be the judge. Um, a a, uh, a girl was at a wedding, and the maid of honor came up to give a toast. And there's a lot of pressure in a toast, as we all know, um, where you know you want to say something funny, and she made a joke about. Uh, you know, wishing her college roommate would die so she could get a 4.0, you know, like the old legend in the movies, uh-huh. you know, and it went over just like, like a lead balloon and three of the people in the room, including this commenter had roommates who were killed in a car accident no. that year. No. Yes. So they said oh. it kind of deflated the reception a little. Oh my so, goodness. That's horrible. I know. Like I said, I don't really know if that's that's uh, that's funny or just horribly, horribly terrible and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Play the monkey. <laughs> Hurry, camera, get us out of this. Play the monkey. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that that'll do it for your feedback. I don't. It's bringing down the room. Almost, <laughs> almost worse than three to one. Tyler did so. Um, <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, uh, that's that's last week's feedback. So for this week's podcast question of the week. So, uh, you know, last week we wanted to know about your horrific uh, wedding and honeymoon uh, situations. Um, well, you know, as you know, this past weekend, July 4th happened. And uh, Maya and I, as as we like to do, uh, had friends over, had staff over, and and we actually ended up purchasing a five foot tall box of what used to be illegal fireworks. These things yeah. shoot well up in you know into the stratosphere. These are amazing. I, I was thrilled. It was an amazing experience. I fulfilled a boyhood dream yeah. this last weekend. Now, uh, last year we had friends over. To when we were living at the condo downtown, and uh, longtime podcast listeners will, will remember we experienced the awkward back rub. Yes. The sobbing shirtless man. <laughs> it was just bizarre. It was weird. It's the weirdest thing we've ever experienced. Adam, you were there. You were not I a was. part of it, but you witnessed it. Yes. It was incredibly awkward. For 45 minutes, while we are at a pool deck <laughs> with a lot of people watching downtown fireworks there is a shirtless man sobbing into the arms and shoulder of another, another man, man. and uh, it, it was made more awkward by cameron's constant very loud comments uh you know berating them of like the whole time well we, yeah, could, well, we couldn't the, figure out what he could po- what could possibly have happened where he wouldn't want to a, be alone if like his parents just died or something. B, uh, the the sobbing would would soften to a whimper and then just sadness. You know, I mean, if something like somebody hurt your feelings, right? I can't. We could not fathom a situation where you stay outside where all your friends are in a public setting, shirtless and violently sobbing for forty five straight minutes. And that's what was perplexing and what we started to pontificate about le- verbally because it. Was dragging on and on and on. And, and if you'll like remember the guy. What? I said he sounds like a patriot to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was just the yeah. beauty of America. <laughs> right. <laughs> it became overwhelming. <laughs> um, but, and if you'll remember, Cameron, the guy had like an insulin pump. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking, Cameron <laughs> is going to get us into a <laughs> fight with this guy. guy. Like, well, just wait. It's like Cameron's going to get us into a fight with this guy because he keeps berating him. And I'm going to be the one who has to fight him. And I'm not even going to feel good about punching a weeping diabetic. <laughs> Loves America. Well, I, I don't throw me under the bus. I wasn't berating him. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't hate mongering. I was just getting annoyed because he was not only in my field of vision, he was within five feet of me. <laughs> And I could not enjoy the patriotic fireworks because I had a certain <laughs> sobbing guy. You could have moved. He, he was he was actually drowning out the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so all that to say, July Fourth is inevitably full of extraordinary things happening. Uh, many of which have to actually do with the five foot tall box of fireworks that you probably purchased at Costco. So, <laughs> what what we want to hear from you is what happened on your July Fourth. We we want to know if you have any July Fourth stories that are worth well, sharing. I've had I've had a couple two years in a row. I've had something kind of weird happen. Two years ago in downtown Orlando, you guys may have been there. It was a very still night. There's no wind moving, and so when they shot the fireworks up into the air, 
Are you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, we're just no, listening we're just intently. <laughs> so they, they, they shoot the fireworks into the air, but they don't go anywhere. It's just, it just all you're looking at is like flashes in haze, and all of a sudden, all this debris, like grimy confetti, starts coming down. You know, raining on us, and I, I'm obviously I'm looking at the sky. And I feel something in my eye. And at first, you know, I'm thinking, I'm just getting weepy like, like the other guy. It was a shirtless sobbing guy. Yeah, but it, then I realized, no, there's firework debris in my eye. Wow. So I actually had to go to the emergency room and get it scraped out. Really? Yeah. You know, I didn't know you had to go Jesse, to the amazingly, almost, uh, I had an almost identical experience uh, of maybe seven or eight Fourth of Julys ago. Um, when I was working a fireworks tent as a fundraiser. Um, at the time, I was a, a youth pastor, and we used to do a fireworks tent for a fundraiser. Were and, you raising uh, money for America? That's right. For you're just, freedom. You're just writing a check to the IRS after that. Yeah. He was raising awareness of celebrities. Yeah, we were just, fill that check to the IRS. Like, here's a little something for the, for the effort, you know. Um, but uh, at any rate, I, I had to stay with this fireworks tent 24 hours a day, right? It was in a Walmart parking lot. And so I had to sleep in the fireworks tent. No. Come on. Okay? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were no exaggerating. Joke. I had wow. to, no joke. I had a tent inside the larger tent. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm in the parking lot of this Walmart and sleeping in a, a, a tent inside a tent. And, uh, It didn't really afford me the opportunity to take my contacts out. And the combination of wearing your contacts for a couple days and gunpowder rubbed in your eyes equals a trip to the emergency room. Oh, man. Well, well, last year, I had... <laughs> They're not going to stop these stories. Well, no, I, I was, I'm stuck on the some sort of... I, I just feel like this was an, an analogy, a tent within a tent... I, I, I feel parking. that there's some sort of spiritual lesson happening there. It's a, it's actually uh, a code, Cameron, that will lead you to the national treasure. <laughs> you have to decipher this. It's a, it's a, 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 a Masonic code from uh, revolutionary times. Yeah, the, and the, remember, you're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fireworks will soon go off without you. It's a lot. So last year, I wanted uh, to get some really cool illegal fireworks. Nothing is legal in Virginia. Sparklers, it, nothing. Fun is illegal on the 4th of July in my state. Sparklers are dangerous. I think Jerry Falwell had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so the logical thing is to drive 45 minutes to North Carolina because everything's legal there. Uh-huh. And we go to a couple yeah, of these like, big gas stations that have firework displays. <laughs> And we're asking them, you know, do you have M80s, you have bottle rocks, you have Roman candles, anything cool? And they all said, no, those are legal. Do you want us to lose our business? You know, like a guilt trip almost, you know? So we start driving a little bit further south into North Carolina. And we see a, a like one fold-up table in front of a barn with a guy <laughs> and a couple of kids standing there. So we pull off the road. And the guy is, is in overalls. He's seriously out of a movie. You know what I mean? Like what you would picture a guy standing in front of a, a full-up table 
next to a barn in North Carolina would look like. Okay, that's who he is. <laughs> so uh, I look at the on the table he has, and it is neatly, and they they have a, they look like they were set up and untouched for days of the crappiest fireworks you've ever seen, like little whippersnappers, you know, <laughs> stuff that no one's little, you know, those little snakes, you know. Yeah, it, it's like it's like that fireworks stand in Joe Dirt, like just the stuff nobody wants, right? <laughs> so obviously, you, sound, you sound offended. You said this man's trying to just make a living. You sound offended. No, no, selection. but oh, just listen. It was clearly it was clearly a ruse, you know. Ooh. Like that table was a decoy, you know. It's he knows no front. one wants that stuff. Wow. So I look at him and I say, "I'm looking for bottle rockets, M80s, and Roman candles." He looks at me and says, you know Dim illegal in the state of North Carolina, don't you? And I just look at him and go, yep. And then he blinks <laughs> at me. This is true. I'm not kidding at all. He goes over. He, he like motions towards a kid, and the kid comes over with a notepad, and I tell him what I want. The kid goes into the barn, delivers me a trash bag of all the fireworks I asked him for. <laughs> and That's and awesome. five blocks of C4. <laughs> that is, and meth <laughs> and a, a hunk of weapons grade plutonium yeah so i know where i'm going uh well i know where i went <laughs> i forgot this airing after the fourth of july but <laughs> but seriously i'm I am going there like tomorrow uh, yeah, actually seriously. um we we are having a little fourth of july celebration here um <clears throat> strangely enough and i feel like you know amongst a bunch of uh new zealanders like i am uniquely qualified to celebrate it as the only person there who actually has declared independence from great britain <laughs> <laughs> so you're the only american and they're throwing a fourth of july party yeah so yeah, what it's you're saying like we have thanksgiving as well <laughs> that's funny are, are they, they doing it for you or do they do this regularly um I don't think that they're doing the 4th of July thing for me particularly. The Thanksgiving thing, they had never done before. And they just thought, hey, we've got an American. Let's do Thanksgiving. Why not? So you're probably going to be so overcome with gratitude that at some point you might be shirtless and or sobbing. (laughs) I probably at least a little bit of both. (laughs) It's really not a July 4th party if if you're not one of those two things. I'm going to try and keep it together so i may just get misty eyed and have on a halter top (laughs) i'm thinking mesh (laughs) a mesh shirt and i get a little choked up while i'm trying to say something (laughs) (laughs) all right so if if you have some july 4th stories now we know this is gold i mean this is some rich comedic soil that we have tilled for you so We want you to go to the website, go to relevantmagazine.com and uh, click right there. You can't miss it on the podcast. And when you click, it'll take you to the podcast page. And right there, you can post your feedback, your comments. And while you're there, go to last week's and uh, click on the profile pages of the people who posted embarrassing stories and mock them. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Uh, Hey, they asked for it. They posted it. Um, All right. So on that note, I guess we'll wrap up. Uh, Again, we apologize for 3 to one Tyler. I apologize for nothing. So I guess on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Maybe.
And what are you doing uh, interning here? I'm in the editorial department. No, I mean, what are you doing interning here?